All right. We always talk about and read about musicians and guitar legends and our inspirations and and our role models saying, you know, you don't always have an on night, but when you do, it's just magical. And they don't happen often, but when they do, it's totally worth it. And it is. But when you look at the flip side of the coin and you have like an unusually off night, whether it's you personally or the band you're playing with or you and the band as a whole, you know, how do you deal with something like that? And how often should it happen? And, and how do you recover mentally? That's what we're talking about in this episode. Welcome to Guitar Alchemy Podcast. I'm Gene Argentine. Thanks for showing up here. Welcome to the Guitar Alchemy Podcast. My name is Gene Argentine. And yes, yes, you guessed it. A podcast dedicated to the guitar and everything about it. From mindset, technique, concepts, everything related to guitar. Here we are. Thanks for showing up. I uh, had an issue last weekend. We were, um, one of the bands I'm involved in is a cover band. Okay, so we play like everything from Zeppelin to to ACDC to Aerosmith, Bon Jovi. I mean, basically all the guitar dominated rock from whether it's the late 70s, um, you know, 80s through the 90s, 2000s, whatever. As long as it's good and guitar dominated, vocal dominated. And so we had this gig and we were opening up for a tribute band and happened to be a heart tribute band seen them on social media just like pictures and, and certain posts never really knew much about them or or whether they were any good or not but you know that usually doesn't affect the way i the way i approach a, a gig or a show you know we try to put the strongest uh you know sets together we were playing three sets try to keep the energy uh at a certain level and and you control the ebb and flow with your of energy with your set list and then uh you know you want to end strong before the the headliners come on so we get there early because out here in california we have a a uh, curfew as if that's going to do any good so you know all the set times got moved up a couple hours because the evening has to wrap up by 10. so we get out there early uh load ins at 2 30. you know we check into the hotel we like get down there to the to load in and then we have our sound check and sound check went really really well you know we love this venue the sound guys are great really nice they do a great job uh you know we played uh you know we only, we only needed you know once we got the levels and the and the sounds and stuff we really just needed to run through one tune and we were happy man great sound check we all played well it sounded great so we go back to the hotel chill out for a bit get changed come down to the venue to play the first set was fairly strong there's freaking nobody there and which is you know you always want to play like it's a packed house in madison square garden you know so you know and that's okay it's it's kind of hard but you got to reach deep down and you know give it your all you know so it, right away you're struggling with you know finding your zone because you're mentally you're kind of pulling yourself out of it because there's no you know uh, energy coming to you so you can give it right back. And usually like in a packed house, like we'll play in one of the bands I'm in, uh, we're a Scorpions tribute band, one of the premier uh, Scorpions tributes in Southern California. I mean, we played with James Kotak, who's the drummer for the Scorpions for 20 plus years. He loves us and he's good friends with us. But that being said, we uh, play, you know, we'll play like House of Blues, which has like 2,200 seats. You know, places sold out and they throw just tons of energy up and we throw it back and it's just this cyclical 
uh, exchange of energy, which makes for inspired performances, uh, you know, inspired showmanship, inspired playing. And it's just a wonderful experience. Those are the on nights that are rare, but they happen and they're just so wonderful. Now, this other night I'm referring to last weekend was pretty much the exact exact opposite. Nobody there, again, which is, is fine. You know, they're paying us whether there's anybody there or not. But uh, with three bands, it's hard to find the time to rehearse consistently. And I, I believe, personally, we're at a certain level of musicianship where, yeah, you need to rehearse once or twice to just to make sure you're tight. But in this, this specific band I've been in, we've been together for like eight, nine years. You know, we have about a 90-tune repertoire, but we should know these tunes like the back of our hands. You know, so we get there, first set's okay. Second set starts turning into a, like a little train wreck. It's heading towards disaster, man. You know, and all of us, the drummer was off, the singer was pitchy, bass player had his issues, but me, who I'm, I'm usually like the rock, I'm usually right there. You know, I, I was having an off night and, and I'd be coming up to these parts that are very signature signature parts to these tunes and and I would draw like a blank. I usually tend to look at things in theoretical terms. So I, I was playing this figure that I knew was like descending sixths. I kept I like, which ones are the major six, which ones are the minor six, you know? So, and I would miss, you know, <laughs> until the very end to the last time that lick was played, the main hook. And then I finally got it right. But the whole freaking six minute tune or five minute tune, Every time the signature part came, I just, I fucked it up. And I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing, man. For one, how unlike me for the other. And that was just like one instance out of an evening that just was repeated, just brain fades, bad night, you know? And it was just like a not a great night. So how do you deal with it? But let me tell you this too, the, the cherry on top of that is the, the tribute, the headliners came on and just kicked ass. So then again, how do you deal with it? You know, it took me a couple of days. I was definitely uh, disappointed. I was not happy with myself or the other guys, you know, and just thinking, you know, was it all mental? I mean, trying to work through this. You have the great nights that are great, but when you have a bad night like that, what do you do? You know, I play my guitar and I practice every single day because it's in my DNA to be the best I can be. I know that I'm not there and, and I strive for perfection for myself and an improvement in, in every area, whether it's phrasing, uh, technique, you know, speed, whatever the case may be, you know. And, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to play my guitar the next day. That's how, how disappointed I was. But ultimately, I, you know, just, you know, reached deep down inside and thought, you know, you're, it's going to happen, you know? And I said, you know, and I told the other guys, I said, the glass half full is like, there was not that many people there to see our off night. But then again, you know, the, the other side of that coin is people do, you know, in this day and age, record a lot of video, especially on their phone. And, and now they have a record of you sounding like shit for pretty much ever. And you just hope that stuff doesn't get posted, you know? So... You know, I guess the, the biggest moral of this story is you got to pick yourself up from the bootstraps. You got to analyze what happened and why and pull your head out of your ass and, and, and not let it happen again. You learn from it and move on. Learn from it, move on. So I've learned from it, you know, 
and I guess if I, you know, to, for a takeaway for you guys, you know, I think what I learned was that at rehearsals, we have one rehearsal, maybe two if we're lucky. So instead of focusing on new tunes, because I like to keep things fresh, we already have like a 90 tune repertoire. We need to make sure everybody, uh, we need to run through the stuff and then see where the mess ups are. Because then everything's fresh in the mind, not just the new stuff. And I think that was the issue. We let we neglected some of the stuff that I felt and they I'm sure felt that we should have known like the back of our hands, but we didn't. So, you know, we neglected the older material. You know, you have to refresh everything. We have to get in a good mindset before we go on. Because if, you know, me personally, if I'm not in the zone and I've told it to some of the other guys in, in the other bands I'm in, if I can't find my zone, I play like shit. At least in my mind, it's not inspired. And if I'm not inspired, then it's a bad night for me. And I don't enjoy the gig as much, nearly as much, as if I'm, you know, enjoying and inspired and playing and the tone is there and the energy's there and the ideas are flowing. You know, so you just have to turn a pile of crap into a pile of gold, you know? So I think it's all mindset because did I play any shittier? Yes, and I think the main reason is because my mind was not there and I was not in the zone. So it, it takes you down like if you have a, a fork in the road, you know, it splits left or right. Left is going to be the train wreck. Right is going to be the, you know, the path to the, the promised land. So it's all mindset as to which road you're going to take. You know, was I physically crappier that night? No, but my mindset made me play worse. Or I wouldn't say made me play worse, but it certainly enabled me to play worse and not execute well and not execute the ideas, which resulted in mistakes and put me in a bad place where I'm freaking out like, oh, what, what's this figure? You know, is it this or is it minor six, major six, you know, this, this, this. And, you know, that puts you in a place of panic and desperation, whereas you just got to let it flow, got to reach deep down, got to find yourself calm, find a, a calm place, get in your zone and pull yourself out of it, you know? And then you can turn a bad night into at least a, a mediocre night or an average night. It may not be stellar, but it certainly won't be a crappy night, all right? So basically what I'm saying, guys, is mindset is everything. You know, try to find the zone. Don't let anything take you out of it. Don't let the crowd take you out or the lack thereof. Don't let who's in the crowd take you out of it. Don't let the other band members take you out. Find your zen place in your mind and in your soul and operate from there all right all right guys take care have a great one if you are wanting to level up in your playing and in your skills there's one foundational principle that is totally getting neglected in guitar instruction go to guitaralchemy.net you'll discover what it is you'll also discover um, how to rectify that you know the solution to that issue so go to guitaralchemy.net Put in your information, just name an email address, click through a couple pages, and uh, and I, I'm positive it's going to help you guys, no matter what level you're at, okay? Take care. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining me here on the Guitar Alchemy Podcast. If you'd like to discover the secret of what's been holding you back and crippling your progress, go to guitaralchemy.net. 
we've created a free video for you that explains the neglected foundational principle that will help you propel your technique almost instantly. If you keep clicking through the pages, you'll get all the details about how you can immediately improve your physical skills so you can finally express yourself without limitation. Go ahead, visit guitaralchemy.net, click the click here to access your free video button right now, and we'll see you on the inside.